Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome aboard WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe, welcome back. I'm glad to be here and thank John Shipman for filling in for me yesterday while I recovered or tried to recover from whatever it is. My oldest grandson was kind enough to give me when I was taking him to the doctors. Could it be allergies? Uh, it's possible it is well, because it's not it's not, uh, it's not flu and it's not COVID, so could be. <laughs> you probably gave him allergies. I probably, well, <laughs> believe me, I give him a heart attack every time he's with Yeah, me. that's another topic. Okay. So, well, thank you, John. Appreciate Feeling you better? taking him in. Yeah, I'm hanging in. You I'm look good. In. Well, thank you. Now, not, you're not required to say that under your not contract. Not quite strikingly <laughs> handsome, but I'll tell you what. I look like I've been struck, right? You have a good standard going over there, so <laughs> I appreciate that. All right, well, welcome on board. While you were gone, we had some tough news about your F-150 lighting. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it arrived not, in the train car. Well, first it was on a train car, then on a truck car. And uh, you're not going to believe this. I'm feeling a little dissed, and you should, too. Uh, Tony down there says they sold it to, quote, unquote, a real customer. Oh, you're kidding. I know. I thought <laughs> I thought you were the real customer. You what were am I, chopped me. liver? <laughs> <laughs> well, they know you lie. <laughs> well, and he said it was, it, well, it was, see, it was a platinum lightning. It was, you're not going to believe the sticker. It was $60,000. Well, you should be able to afford that out of well, any change. <laughs> yeah, I, I can, I guess, I suppose, if that's all I spend my money on. But uh, nonetheless, he said, you know, it was highly top of the end with the moon roof and the long bed, and it was perfect truck. And uh, What do they know? Can you get to find out who they sold it to so I can go buy their house and look at it? <laughs> <laughs> you go, you're you going to go purchase their house? No, I'm going to go look at the car parked oh, in the truck parked in their driveway. You're going to drive by their house, not go by their house. You're going to go by their house. I thought, why? Why would you buy their house? I go by. <laughs> but Never anyway, okay, yeah, so your truck I is, will pass by their domicile. Is that Your better? truck is in the hands of a real customer, <laughs> which I'm, I'm heartbroken at that reference. But anyway, okay, so that's the Sunbury well, Motor Company. they know Company. you down there, you know. Yeah, well, they do. They, Tony goes the other way now when he sees me coming. That's why they have the glass windows. I thought it was so that people on the outside, outside could see their vehicles. He says, no, Mark, we just want to see you when you're heading this way. Yeah, Everybody evacuates out Lawrence the back. Sitting in the waiting room at the <laughs> quick lane again. <laughs> right. So, uh, but we talked to Tony Hughes about vehicles that are available. He said, actually, since you can't get your Lightning, he suggested you give some thoughts to a Ford F-150 Hybrid. Of course, fantastic gasoline mileage on the vehicles. Plus, you're going to take advantage of the fact that if you did wish to drive all the way to the beach and back on one tank of fuel, you can do that with the Hybrid. They have plug-in hybrids plus regular hybrids. They're getting 25 miles to the gallon in the city. 
city and 25 miles to the gallon on the highway. Of course, it has the same thing the truck that they gave me to drive around now has. It's got that generator on board where you can use the motor to run the electricity in your house. A fuel, a full tank of gas would run your home for about three days on this hybrid. So it's, uh, think about that. You know, you watch these folks down in Florida, and of course, it's a tough, tough situation. If you had a full tank of gas, uh, three days worth of normal household consumption of electricity. So it's a fantastic opportunity. But it's then the you'll be out hybrid. of gas and no way to move the truck to get some. There are some uh, inherent dilemmas if you're in an actual disaster zone. That is true. But, you know, if you're only going to run it a short time, maybe you got something really critical you want to keep frozen for a day or like two around meat. here. <laughs> right. Uh, for a day or two around here. Maybe Florida's not the right per- perfect example because they're going to be without electricity for weeks at a time. But uh, we do know that the Ford F-150 is designed to help people in and out of their home, on the highway, and driving to and fro and keep them safely. So Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com, the place to go for that. Yes. Did you hear about our good friend, President Joe Biden, yesterday? And also our good friend, uh, Dr. Oz and uh, Fetterman. I I got you some audio, which we'll try and download during the 9 o'clock hour of an interview with uh, Chris Hayes on his All In program. And he That's asked, on MSNBC. On MSNBC. Asked Fetterman a question, asked him how he's doing, and Fetterman goes off, and he doesn't just mush words or miss a word. He becomes incoherent. And then uh, yesterday, yes, and yesterday, President Biden was criticized, and rightly so, for his response to reporters shouting questions at him while being escorted out of a White House abortion task force meeting. As they tried to question him, Biden just smiled and said, you're among the only press in the world that does this. Seriously, seriously. In response, critics slammed Biden for attacking the free press despite refusing to answer their questions and failing to hold press conferences with any degree of frequency. In his last year as president, President Donald Trump had about 43 encounters, news conferences, or you well, know, not where, news well, he took questions from the media, that press spray, they call them, oh, whatever it is. But he yeah. had 43 of them. Joe Biden won't even answer questions. Well, he's not. He's not President Trump. Joe Biden doesn't need to be into the in the public eye in order to do the job that he's trying to do. Now, you can argue whether that's a good job. You can argue whether he's uh, diminished or so much. But I think this is a presidential decline overall. President Trump was part of it, not having formal news conferences. And of course, President Biden is worse at it, not having enough really presidential access. They all put their spokespeople up from time to time. Although even President Trump, after a while, stopped with a spokesperson and just started doing the short sprays on and off. So that was more advantageous to reporters as long as, you know, you could get your question if you could get it shouted out. One of the the reporters said this, this guy routinely hides from the press, rarely takes (laughs) questions, rarely takes (laughs) questions, almost never does pressers, and has the all to criticize us for trying to ask questions on one of the few opportunities we get. Right. So, yeah, and I, I, unfortunately, the press is, and really, it's the public that's taken a beating. Look at uh, Doug Mastriano, what he's doing. Will not do mainstream right. interviews or uh, John Fetterman. Now he's finally got two videos in the can. He's got the one on the Chris Who does? Uh, uh, Mastriano? Fetterman. Fetterman. Okay. He's got the one you were talking about on MSNBC. Also participated in a Zoom interview with WHTM. And he wasn't incoherent, so I'll be surprised to hear that on the MSNBC one, but we'll, we'll give them both a listen and see what we sound like, or see what he sounds like. But the thing is, 
He doesn't answer the question that's asked. No, that's he doesn't. That's the key thing, and that is really plainly obvious. I mean, somebody said to him, you know, what's the weather today? And he says, Dr. Oz is accused of killing dogs. And then the next question was, uh, why is it so political when there's a natural disaster? And he says something about the fact that Democrats support unions, and we're hoping... <laughs> uh, seriously, it is oh, almost I know. that bad. I mean, it's, it's incoherent. And he really, he really has a serious issue. And, you know, he makes he says Dr. Oz is poking fun at him. Well, you know, <laughs> I look at this as the same. I view his Fetterman situation the same way I view the guy, the kid who kills his parents, then throws himself on the mercy of the court because he's an orphan. He could have taken the pills and medication <laughs> to prevent himself from having a stroke. Well, and now he accuses Dr. Oz of making fun of him. Well, it's not making fun of him. It's just pointing <laughs> out that he didn't do what he should have done. Now, that's a flimsy thread if I ever heard oh, one. Oh, it's not flimsy. Buddy. It's pretty strong. Uh, first of all, I don't think Dr. Oz is making fun of him or his he's campaign. Not. I think he's just saying that because he, th- he thinks that if you read the sentence the right way, you can kind of get, you know, a sort of a plausible lie out of it that way. But in anyway, all the way back around to what I started to say, you know, the public is so poorly served by all this sh- shenanigans. Shapiro uh, won't do any interviews. He's so low profile. Of course, he's so far out front. Mastriano won't talk to anybody. Fetterman can't answer the question that's put to him. And Dr. Oz is just talking about the stroke. He, but he's willing, Dr. Oz will meet with anybody and talk with anybody. And I think, I don't <laughs> think Shapiro... He's not ready to talk to us. Although his people said he will be doing smaller interviews in the weeks ahead. So we right, should well, be good. Shapiro doesn't really need to do anything. I mean, Mastriano is self-destructing with some of these bizarre positions he's taken. Right, 1-800-795-9565. We've got callers ready to go. Uh, Eric, you'll be the last caller before a quickie break. Oh, we might get Joseph in. Depends on how long Eric... Before a quickie break. <laughs> Next to the last call. Go Good ahead. morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Mark, you're not a real customer, but you do play one on the radio. So yeah. there you go. Uh, Joe, welcome back. We missed you yesterday, buddy. Hope you're feeling better. Sounds a little raspy, but here we go. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we're, so we're talking about talk, right? So talk is cheap. I look at more what have you done, uh, what has your service been, and you know, what's your history? Uh, we know, in fact, the commercial you guys just had on your program said very well what Dr. Oz has done, uh, even as a vaulted, you know, vaulted uh, doctor. But let's look at, at, at some of the recent articles, and let's get to the taxes part. And we talked about this before, about Mr. Fetterman uh, was delayed in his taxes, but he did pay them. Okay? We can agree that and that. That uh, article or that uh, commercial seems to indicate that he never paid his taxes, but he did. They were late, and it was about property, and the property was a conglomerate he was involved with, but eventually they were paid after a tax dispute was resolved. Okay? So do we agree with that, Joe, or am I making things up? Well, he did eventually pay for them, but when I heard him ask why he didn't pay, he said it fell through a crack. He didn't say anything, well, I was involved with a conglomerate and I just didn't have the chance. He said it fell through a crack. Right, because of, of, a, of, of the legal things going on and so forth. Let me ask you a question, Joe and Mark. Uh, do you pay your taxes? Of course uh, you do. Yep. you pay them ahead? Yep. Or I do don't. you pay them like, like uh, 90% of the people, uh, your property taxes? Did you write a check last week, hopefully... Uh, to get the the, uh, the small discount, sure. No. Or did you pay them back? Uh, did you pay them back in August as soon as you got the check? As soon as you got the bill? No, <laughs> only a fool would do that. You pay for them right, bef- okay. right before you lose the discount. 
Okay. Uh, so the next question I have is, uh, when when did uh, Dr. Oz pay any state taxes, or any local taxes for that matter? Well, assuming he's not a deadbeat, otherwise that would be a big news story. He probably pays his taxes in a timely fashion. Yep. I would think and he does. Has he has he had to pay any taxes yet? Has he been a Pennsylvania resident long enough, or uh, a resident uh, of Montgomery County long enough to pay any taxes? Eric, do you know that he hasn't? Let's. See, it's hard for Joe and I to prove that somebody has paid their personal taxes. It's not really a public. Yeah, it's thing. hard to tell. But what are you hearing? Okay. Is a better question. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, I don't know either. Here's what I do know, oh, brother. Um, <laughs> as soon as he acquired that property in Montgomery County, he put in for a tax break of three hundred thousand dollars. A break meant for farmers. Now, granted, what he bought technically is, I guess, a ranch. Bought it for several million, I think. But the first thing he did, before paying any taxes, was put in for a $300,000 tax forgiveness. Well, that's because the application okay, that, period that's, comes that, before... That, that, that's record. That's because the application period for the tax exemption, which is perfectly legal, and many individuals who have ranch land many use do, it for, yeah. comes long before taxes are due. So, yes, that the first thing he did was apply to get out of $300,000 in taxes. Well, clean and green and all these other ag programs require you to, to do the application during the tax year prior to the deadline. Then the tax deadline comes along. And you're here to tell us, Eric, that he did not pay his taxes when that deadline came. I, I did not say that. I'm just asking if anyone knows if he, has he paid them yet. Oh, I mean, he has, he has on, made Eric. all kinds of things said on television about, you know, and I, I don't believe in the veracity of the man. And he, again, he hasn't lived long enough in PA to pay his fair share, but he all automatically wants us to pay part of his taxes for what he owes. Well, you didn't hear Mark. Mark tried yeah, to explain that matter. to you, but I guess that was matter. wasted. He explained it. Doesn't matter. All right. Anything else, Eric? Any factual information about the Dr. Oz that you know to be true? Or just more stuff you don't know to be true that you're speculating on? Well, <laughs> uh, just that he, he pulled the same thing down in Florida when he bought his house to be close to uh, his best friend uh, down in Palm Beach. Only there he got, I think, 500000 so um, there's, there's, let's see, five, three, that's uh, $800,000. And I'm just asking the typical uh, voter here in central Pennsylvania who will never see that kind of money, is this the kind of guy you want to elect the Congress well, let me to represent ask you, this. you? How much did Dr. Uh, Doctor, how much did Fetterman pay in taxes when he was living in his parents' basement? He hardly was a, st a big <laughs> contributor to the tax rolls. Uh, well, it's hard to pay taxes, uh, hard to pay much of anything when you're making only three or $400 because you're in service to the people of Pennsylvania. Oh, brother. <laughs> it's a lot easier to pay taxes when you make 8 or $10 million working for your own production company and also being a major spokesman right, for an airline, Turkish Airlines. And that's the facts. All right. We got uh, you, Eric. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank sir. Thank you, gentlemen. Yep. Joe, welcome Thanks. back. I appreciate you, buddy. Hope you're feeling better. <laughs> Thank you. General in the Turkish Army, right? That, that's the next, <laughs> next thing we'll hear. Yeah, boy. Okay. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. 
If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. On the Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com or text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We first started talking about President Biden not holding any formal news conferences nor participating in the press sprays that President Trump used to do. I'm lamenting that for some reason the press is no longer really of consequence to most candidates or office holders on either side of the aisle. And uh, we also talked about uh, the Oz campaign. Nobody's actually seen Dr. Oz write checks for his taxes, so we assume he's never paid them, I guess, is the no, assumption. No, I assume he did pay them. <laughs> oh, yes, me too. Well, my lovely bride texted me and said, Mark, you haven't paid your taxes <laughs> because she does it. Well, All right. Ah, she got you there, yeah, Joseph, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yes, good morning, gentlemen. I'm glad to hear that you're feeling better, Mark. Uh, this isn't why I called <laughs> yeah, in, but I want to comment a little bit on what uh, Eric was just saying. I wonder if Eric uh, tells his, if, I don't know if he fills out his own taxes or has a, an accountant do it or whatever, but I wonder if he takes all the deductions that he can get lawfully. Um, I just wonder if he does that. Uh, I know they blame President Trump. It would, it would be a fool, just like I think Joe said, I'd be a fool to, to pay my taxes early. I'd pay them, you know, as, so i get that little rebate, you know, that little knockoff, but right at the end of time. In other words, you want to hold your money as long as possible. Right. And that's just a wise decision, I think, on, uh, on uh, Dr. Oz. And, and besides, uh, my goodness, look what Dr. Oz has done. He's got a brain uh, that far exceeds that of... Uh, Fetterman or this other guy, uh, and he's that's well, right. He's Fetterman, that's right. Fetterman. Uh, yes, I didn't want to talk about that, but I, I just wanted to comment on that a little bit. I tell my account, take a, hey, take all deductions, you, deductions you can take legally. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if the government's yeah. going to give them to me, I want them. Well, what does what anyway. are the tax services, Joseph? What are the tax services advertise? We'll get you every legitimate deduction. You know, if you've been yeah, paying too go. much. Yeah. Well, I don't want that guy. I want to pay all I can. <laughs> right. Well, that's what Eric yeah. does. He loves loves to pay taxes, I guess. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, I want to comment on, on, on President uh, Biden. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he made the statement that Hunter, his son, was the smartest man that he knew. Well, <laughs> he's been in Washington, D.C. for how many years in his life, and... His son, Biden, is the smartest man that he knows? <laughs> wow. Joe's and then it. look at his first choice. Uh, the Probably the second smartest person he knows is pa- Kamala Harris as vice president. <laughs> that was his choice. Every man and woman on his cabinet and his appointees are down the line of s- s- the smartest people he knows. Wow. What? No wonder our government is so fouled up. I mean, come on, just look at it. If if uh, Hunter is the smartest man he knows, what's his next choices? I mean, oh man. 
You just can't get over it, can you? Yeah, well, it's hard to... Anybody votes for this guy and has voted for him, and can't they see what he's doing, you know, what he's done? I mean, it just... Well, you've, you've got to realize, Joseph, that the media is protecting him. I mean, they can't, they oh, yeah. were all in for him to begin with, so they can't now admit that he's wandering around aimlessly, shaking hands that don't exist, calling for dead people to reappear from the audience. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- this is a serious issue, and Kamala Harris is out saying our good friends, the North Koreans, are doing a wonderful job of being our buddies. What? what? <laughs> uh, and the border's secure. The border's secure, I mean, right, and other myths. <laughs> but it's just, it's just, it's not laughable. It's, it's it's a crying shame. I'm telling you, and, and foreign leaders see this, and our enemies see this, and uh, they're taking advantage of it. That's what Putin invaded Ukraine. Really, you know, he wouldn't have done that if Trump was there. I I, I don't think he would have. Well, I agree with you on that. I don't think he would have either. No, no. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I wanted to just make that little comment. There. Well, thank you, Joseph. We appreciate your call as always. Take care, sir. Thank right, you. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, uh, he's Joseph's right. What? We have a caller. Go ahead. You're on the mark. Good morning. It's Jim. I need to offer an apology. Uh, I was incorrect in my information yesterday. The uh, Secretary of State did her job. The problem came from Ron Tanny. He didn't do his job. He never filled out a one-page form to take his name off the ballot. That allowed the Democrats to put a Ryan Mock on the ballot. And... Uh, it all comes back to Mr. Tanny, a man who no one should ever vote for ever again, in my opinion. Anyway, right. <laughs> I know you're up against the news, so you have a good day. All right, you too. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rob. God, we got that clear. Talk about a non sequitur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. Plus, it doesn't make sense. Uh, upper right-hand corner. All right, Joanne says, will Trump sue the judges, too, in more than 60 cases, in state after state after state, and then at the Supreme Court, judges, including people considered his judges, Trump judges, looked at the allegations that Trump was making and determined they were without any merit, hence the big lie. Trump is still trying to destroy the rule of law and making money in the process. Whenever he whines, his coffers increase. His acolytes send money to pay lawyers who might get paid or not. <laughs> says Joanne. Uh, what did you think of the CNN lawsuit? The president says that it's cost him his political career or some momentum in his political career because of the many, many, many references to the big lie? Well, still. I mean, he's a public figure. He'll never get anywhere with that. Okay, so this is just a... a fig- I mean, that, that's a PR stunt, if anything. Okay. I'm sorry, but it is. You can't sue the media. I mean, the guy's the president of the United States. He is subject to all the criticism you care to heap on him and all the praise you care to heap on him. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. I'll hit delete, and that would make the next one. Uh, this is from yesterday. This is was a text. Go ahead and read this. said, Chris read the Constitution and the Tenth Amendment. All powers not given to the fed gov- federal government are reserved to the states and the people. The feds have overreached? Uh, probably. Okay. Uh, we have 150-word character there, but it's, it says, Chris... Comma, read the, well, read no the comma. Constitution. There is no comma okay, there. would you do that? Here's another one. All right. Uh, there's a reason Florida and Texas is growing in population compared to New York, California, and Illinois. It's because they're free states, unlike the others. 
And then the states need electoral college type system for all elected statewide offices to prevent metro areas from pushing their leftist agenda. Oh, I think we read that one, actually, now that I hear it out loud. All right. Uh, what do we got time-wise? Yep, go right ahead. All right. Well, we have a call coming in, so what do you want to do? Uh, EB says, and EB is, of course, on his usual anti-Republican tirades, Republican and Trump-endorsed candidate Herschel Walker claims to be pro-life, but surprise, surprise, the Daily Beast uncovered proof he once paid for his girlfriend to get an abortion. Isn't it funny how Republicans are so opposed to abortion until their girlfriends or daughters have an unplanned pregnancy? Then it's okay, but only for them, not for anyone else. Rules for thee, but not for me. The Republican hypocrisy never ends. Signed, E.B. But if you have a lot of money and your girlfriend doesn't, even if you're a staunch Republican and she wants to get an abortion, shouldn't you pay for it? Well, hasn't Herschel Walker denied that? Oh, did he? Okay. I, honestly, I have not followed it at all. I'm sorry. Somebody said he got her a get-well card. Afterwards. He sent her a card. Okay. But uh, he sent her a card, and he sent her a check for $100 or something like that, which probably didn't cover the cost of the abortion. I mean, that's the story I saw. Whether it's evolved since then, I, w I will admit I was be, out of touch yesterday. Yeah, and I, didn't f I haven't followed this at all. We're, we're too busy with actual issues here to <laughs> worry about who's paying for whose abortion. Cindy, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Good morning, gentlemen. First of all, Joe, I'm a fool because I pay my taxes the week the bill comes. The reason is so that I don't forget and then find myself <laughs> well, that's in a important. Okay. <clears throat> or if I ran into a financial snag, I shouldn't make the choice not to pay my taxes. I should find the money some other way. So I pay them the week they come. Um, so you feel free to keep calling me a fool. The other thing I wanted to say was that when the last time I bought a property, which was admittedly about 22 years ago, you paid your share of the property taxes for the year as a part of settling the taxes. I mean, settling on the property. You pay your part. Let's say it's halfway through the year. I'll just pick a time. It's June. And the taxes were actually annual, which is not true, but we'll pretend they are. <laughs> well, then you would pay as a part of settlement. You would pay 50% of the taxes. And you're, you're of the property taxes, and the seller is re, remains liable for 50%. So the question was made, when did they pay taxes in the Commonwealth? Well, the day you buy property and settle is the day you begin paying taxes, assuming you never bought anything that was sales taxed or, you know, but had a license to practice because they charge people a tax to practice a lot of different professions in our state. Cindy, call back if you need more time. You're making some interesting comments. I'm sorry we're up against the news, and we got to okay, go. Okay, thanks, gentlemen. Yeah, thank you. 1-800-795-9565. Write it down. You'll need it next hour. we got open phones. Sunbury Motor Company, our sponsor. Email on the mark at WKOK.com. Text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. WKOK News Time. It is now 9 o'clock. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, 
Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan. All right, we talked about taxes and paying taxes and Fetterman paying his, or no, Dr. Oz paying his taxes, which we assume he does. And uh, and Fetterman didn't, right? He was on a board that wasn't, that was behind in some taxes, right? So that's where that came personal from. Personal taxes, I believe. Okay. Uh, no, no, it was related to a function or a campaign or a group or something like that. But Fetterman was in charge of it. So uh, I, th- I think it's a valid observation anyway, not necessarily criticism. But anyway, one of our listeners says, I love the way people complain about people legally using the tax code to their benefit. As though, you know, thank you for the email, as though people don't all use the tax code to their benefit legally. I mean, do you do you not claim, well, do you still file taxes as a retiree? Sure, you okay. have to. You have to. You okay, have to. well, <laughs> there you go. So I'm sure you put down that you have a deduction. Now, you're not supposed to... We're allowed uh, to take deductions. You're not supposed to, you're supposed to stop deducting Mike from your taxes, okay? He's no, no I deduct my grandchildren. <laughs> oh, do you? Okay. Boy, the list is growing, and and, uh, yeah, anyway, all right. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Do as I've done. Go down there and walk in the showroom and tell them you're from WKOK and you'd like to drive one of the new lightning trucks on the lot. They do have a mannequin down there. They have a lightning mannequin mm-hmm. that is not for sale, but it is uh, for you to test drive if you want to, and you can order one. It will be years until they can get more allocations. They've used up the dozens and dozens of allocations that they had on for the waiting list, but uh, it, you would be able to sign up for, well, it's 2023, 2024. You could probably sign up for one of those. Our toll-free line now open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. Do as Tony does at the Sunbury Motor Company. Pick up a hybrid instead of uh, the electric vehicle. Uh, you can email us at onthemarket.wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. You only got 150 characters, so you're going to have to uh, limit some of your remarks. We do have a couple texts that were uh, curtailed at the end. We're not quite sure where folks were headed there. No, not a curtailed text. Yeah, you don't want to. No one wants any curtailment. I don't want a curtailment this on my text. This is America. <laughs> right. The only thing we want to curtail is crime. Darn it. Right. All right. A section of Mile Post Road was closed earlier today because of trees and wires, but it is now open. Uh, that did have an impact on school bus and commuter traffic. Trees and wires were down in Upper Augusta Township, Northumberland County, between Keller's Road and Bassett Road. Again, that road now open. WHTM got one of the opportunities to talk to Dr. Oz, Dennis Owen, their quintessential political reporter down there, uh, interviewed Dr. Oz, and of course Oz did quite well in this particular interview. Scratch that. Uh, Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, He's talking to Fetterman here. He did talk to Oz earlier. He talked to Fetterman recently, and in this interview, Fetterman did quite well. He said, quote, I'm feeling well and getting better and better. He did have a Zoom interview where he used closed captioning to help with his ongoing audio processing delays. I've been very frank. I'm going to miss some words every now and then and mush some words together. Uh, as for the polls, he said it was fully expected that the polls would tighten as they are. They're just uh, in a virtual tie, I think, according to one poll. Though the WHTM poll uh, shows they're in a virtual tie because of the margin of error. Uh, Dr. Oz, meantime, uh, says he had absolutely positively nothing at all whatsoever to do with any mistreatment of animals. Reports by the Billy Penn News Service in Philadelphia linked Oz to a 20-year-old claim 
claim of animal mistreatment at Columbia University that led to the deaths of hundreds of dogs. And Oz campaign spokesman Brittany Yannick called the Jezebel story, this is another reporting service, and Billy Penn reporting on this, uh, called the Jezebel story totally false and preposterous, being pushed by Fetterman to distract voters from issues that really matter. According to the two news reports, Oz in 2002 was the director of a research program at Columbia University's Institute of Comparative Medicine at the Center of Claims of Animal Mistreatment and Medical Research. In particular, researchers were found to have broken from protocol and improperly administered an injectable euthanasia agent to lab dogs. Uh, Oz said he never abused any animals, was not directly responsible for this, nor did he conceive of this, nor oversee it or approve it. In 2004, Columbia defended Oz, calling him a highly respected researcher and clinician who adhered to the highest standards of animal care. Columbia did not deny the specific allegations that were being made against the uh, regarding the animals and their death. They simply said Dr. Oz had nothing to do with it. And, of course, they're lying, and people like Eric know the truth, right? Right. I mushed <laughs> some of those words, so if you want to read them, they're posted at WKOK.com. Incidentally, with respect to Mr. Fetterman's taxes, you were wrong. Okay. It says, right. over the years, Fetterman and a community group he headed called Braddock Redux have a redo, or how do you pronounce that? Redo. Redo, redo. okay. Have been hit with tax liens totaling $25,000. Fetterman owned houses in North Braddock until he sold them in the last few years. Current records revealed liens totaling $11,916 were filed against properties owned by Fetterman for back taxes. Oh, for him personally. Yes. Okay, well, that's different. Okay, sorry about that. I thought, I honestly thought it was just the group that got it. It was both. So, well, and we do see, we have some business people who come in here and sit in that chair and other people who s- say sometimes other business people don't pay their taxes because they, they're doing something else with the money they don't want to. They pay the penalties at the very last money. Now, whether Fetterman's doing that, I don't know, and I'm not defending. I'm just saying, you know, not paying your taxes isn't just a sign of deadbeatiness. It's sometimes people wait till the last possible. Deadbeatiness? Is that a new word? Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've seen an example of deadbeatiness. Right. Paying your taxes, not at all. Or at the very last minute. How about deadbeatery? Deadbeatery. That's the whole, that, yeah, that's the whole overriding issue. Concept. There's a lot of deadbeatery around here. Is there? You're I'm, looking at me. I'm looking at some now. <laughs> anyway, as the U.S. Supreme Court begins a new term, their conversation about redistricting and some other cases will have an impact on Pennsylvania. Michael Domino, a professor of law at Widener Commonwealth Law School in Harrisburg, says there will be interest from Pennsylvania in a case out of North Carolina over whether state legislatures have control over congressional elections. Senator Kim Ward and others in the Republican caucus of the Pennsylvania legislature have submitted an amicus brief to the Supreme Court arguing that the Constitution protects the right of state legislatures to set rules for federal elections that can't be monkeyed with by state Supreme Courts. Domino says people will also be watching new Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson, as well as if the court attempts to deal with controversy surrounding decisions from its last term. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Nobody's talking about the U.S. Supreme Court Justices. Listen to 
two hours of arguments over Alabama's redistricting map with lawsuits looking to force the state to create a second black majority congressional district. The newest justice, Katanji Brown-Jackson, pushed back against conservative justice who seems sympathetic to Alabama's arguments that the court should simply insist on a race-neutral approach. CBS's Jan Crawford has a few more words on that. Uh, she says after a contentious term last year, what hasn't changed the court is six conservatives and three liberals again poised against each other to rethink decades of progressive rulings. Black leaders say Alabama is diluting the power of the black vote. About 27 percent of Alabama residents are black, but only one of seven congressional districts has a black majority. Did you monitor this at all yesterday? Partly, not, not in, in its entirety, but you know, we, we create districts. How do you carve out a black district? What does that mean then to the peop other people who are there? If it's a natural, contiguous group, then that makes sense. Right, it makes sense. But, but if it's not, if they have to gerrymander the thing in order to make a black district out of it, then it's yeah, not I right. I, I honestly see both sides of this issue. I can certainly understand the legacy. The people that are arguing that this is unfair say the legacy of slavery and Jim Crow and just the whole uh, issue with race that we have today means there should be two districts because that's proportional, but uh, really cartographers and demographers look at things in a much different way for redistricting. It doesn't necessarily have to do with race. Well, know. for example, if there were 3%, let's say, well, let's say there was 10% minority population across the state, and it was equally distributed in every county, how would you possibly put together uh, a black group. You well, know, even though they might deserve one, you couldn't physically do it. But that's not actually an example that applies here. In Alabama, they did have two black districts, now just one after redistricting, although the population didn't shift significantly in any way. So they carved out one of the districts well, in the democratically controlled... If they did that... Or, I'm they sorry, the Republican-controlled legislature. If they did that, then it's wrong. So, well, but on the other hand, the new districts, they say, aren't gerrymandered, and many places are contiguous. A lot of borders were cut out where you had, you know, the Congress district on two sides of two communities. So um, so I, then the question would be, was that original second black district, was it gerrymandered in order to produce that? Right. Yep. That's, that's exactly what's at stake. And so... Um, so yeah, if it yeah. was, then it, and they took it away, then it's natural that they took it away. You can see both sides of this issue yes, very I, I easily. Can. All right. And finally, just when you thought it was getting cheaper to drive again nationally, again, not around here, but nationally, gas prices are back up. AAA says the national average has risen back to 380 a gallon. That's six cents more a gallon than a week ago nationally. But check out what's happening in California. A gallon of regular gasoline hit a new record high in Los Angeles, $6.46 a a gallon. That's 70% more than the national average and over a buck more than it was a month ago. Oil companies there blame refinery issues in the West. A new study accountable by the U.S. says that's a lot of baloney and that there's just demand is back up in the western half of the U.S. All right, we would invite folks to call us now, 1-800-795-9565. We have John Fetterman. Uh, we have one of the two interviews that he's done lately. Now, the WHTM folks can go to ABC 27 and see that. It, he, he, he answers the questions fairly succinctly. Dennis Owens is, of course, uh, just a quintessential interview. I don't know how he learned to do be so good at it. But in any event, just ask short, quick questions that pop but right to the issues. that's not the real interview. The real interview is the one with Chris Hayes. We're getting there. Okay. 
So, uh, so that one's there. I didn't have a chance to dub any moments of that. But in that one, Fetterman had the questions in advance, was given to them on closed captioning, and they're short one-point questions from Dennis Owens, and he does a super job. Then he gets interviewed by Chris Hayes, and Chris Hayes, of course, does not ask succinct questions. He always asks like three different things in each question, some of which he doesn't even want you to answer, and you end up with this. Now, this is from MSNBC, Chris Hayes, within the past week or so with uh, John Fetterman. Uh, since your your stroke uh, and since your primary victory, and first I just wanted to check in and see how how you're feeling and how you're doing. I'm doing fa I'm doing fantastic, and and uh, it's not about kicking balls uh, in the authority or anything. But I, I always like to say that if Dr. Oz says something and I can sell it on T-shirts and raise money for our campaign, then it's it's a good day for us. <laughs> Whether it's Kicking balls or or crudités. We we actually made half a million dollars off crudités. So so you know, th thank you, Dr. Oz. <laughs> More, more seriously, um, this is obviously going to be a close race. Uh, it's a, it's a very evenly divided state, and and I want to ask you about some of the attacks they've 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 been sort of launching your way. But before I do that, I want to ask what you view as the main dividing line, the main choice in this election. Yeah. It, it, it definitely, and, and in terms of it is going to be a close race because Pennsylvania is a very purple state. I mean, that's that's the truth. And and really, what's also the truth is is that they have unloaded fifteen million dollars of McConnell's money on us and our campaign, and now we are the top target on Fox News. You know, all the other candidates uh, combined, all of us, and still we've held the line. And just how sad of his campaign is, is that you know, we still maintain uh, a lead and it's taken everything that they've gotten. And it's all based on lies about our, our record. And the, the campaign is so sad that you need people like Tucker or Hannity to sherper him around because they, they even used to make fun of him. You know, there's clips of, of them laughing at them. You know, Tuck uh, used to say, he's a bad candidate. I mean, he's getting beaten by a stroke victim. And yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> so they uh, they have been attacking you. Uh, you're right about the Fox News. We just had this graphic up uh, that shows that, that you have become their number one target. I mean, you see it down there at the bottom. It is the 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 focus, the focal point race for them. Um, and, and clearly they they have focused a lot on on the issue of crime, particularly violence. Um, it is clear that homicide shootings, for instance, are up quite a bit in Pennsylvania, particularly in Philadelphia, which has had a very, mm -hmm. very difficult time. Um, and I don't quite know what the what the case is, but you're responsible or you don't know anything about this issue or you don't know how to stop it, I suppose, is the argument. What do you say about that? Well, let me tell you, um, that's all Dr. Oz can do is lie about my record on crime. I'm actually a Democrat that I'm running on a crime of record because I actually did that. In fact, I am a, been a mayor for four terms here that had a community that had a significant uh, gun violence issue. And for the first and only time ever that's occurred ever in this community, we stopped the murders. We stopped the, the, the violence in my community. For five and a half years, no one died 
for any rest, reason whatsoever, and that's never happened before. No one died <laughs> for that's any reason whatsoever. <laughs> Isn't that a bizarre claim? Well, the no whole one, interview is bizarre. I mean, no one died at Chris all Ace couldn't have asked him any more softball any questions. Sir, sir, do you remember your name? Yes, I do, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I can't <laughs> die. I'm, uh, I'm 120 years old. I can't die because <laughs> Fetterman's still in office. Well, yeah, boy, anyway. It's not about kicking the balls right. in the authority. So anyway, okay, means. so that's the worst of the two interviews. First of all, uh, you know, shame on Chris for asking three questions in his first question. He says, the state's evenly divided, and that's the answer that he gets from uh, uh, Fetterman, is that he talks about the fact the state's evenly divided. But then he also mentions that he's been attacked a lot by the other side, and he wants a response. And then he's in the last, the actual question there was, what are the big issues in the election, in your view? But that's not what Fetterman answered. Fetterman goes all the way back to the very first thing Chris said is that the state's evenly divided. And we and asked so him how he was doing, and he ram- rambled on about some authority. Well, he did. I thought he answered that question okay. <laughs> well, the he, first part of it he did, but then he yeah. went rambling off. Yeah, about uh, how Oz is attacking him. and, and No, about authorities and balls. It had nothing to do with the question, no, that's which where was, he how are you the doing? Words. Yeah, I hate to say it, but he's, <laughs> he said kicking, uh, kicking balls in the authorities instead of authority kicking authorities in the balls. So, well, why is he even I'm talking about that, doing folks. something that grotesque in an interview? Well, that's that's his nature. He's kind of sort of a street-level guy. He talks the way, you know, two guys talk over the back fence somewhere. He doesn't... Really? You talk over the back fence to your neighbors clean. that way? Suggest I about. put an eight-foot fence between <laughs> me and the neighbors for a reason. <laughs> Let's just okay, leave it at that. Okay, fair enough. But, uh, but then uh, on the crime in Philadelphia question, I think he did okay until he claims that no one died at, for any reason in at all Braddock. whatsoever. In <laughs> That's kind of a funny thing. We stopped the murders. He didn't explain how it well, is he, he did Well, stopped murders. Okay, well, that's true. That They and the police and a wide range of social agencies and the county services, they did. They formed task force and patrolled and did saturation. They definitely stopped that homicide rate. So. Okay, so that's to his credit. But it's funny that he claims they stopped all deaths for any reason. <laughs> right. Nobody died. Nobody died for four years. No, six years. They ought to be out having a rather large population by now since <laughs> nobody dies. Can't there. die. <laughs> nope, not until Fetterman's no longer mayor. All right. One of our good listeners says, good morning. So there's truth about Fetterman. He was a landlord and not, not unemployed. unemployed. Vote Fetterman, and he's an honest, employed landlord. Not unemployed. Oh, I'm missing some prepositions or something in there. Well, there's I just a lot missing right. from that. All right, but in any event, he certainly has spent much of his life not employed. He has worked in his father's insurance agency. It's funny, when I was at the beach, we saw a place called Fetterman's Insurance Agency. Oh, did you? <laughs> I wonder. Is the, is the father's business growing? Uh, of course, then he was what a, one of those AmeriCorps volunteers. And, well, I, I guess you get a stipend, but not much. And you get a stipend to be mayor, so... He's not been 100% Well, income literally, free. The, the salary for a mayor in a borough like that is not much. by be 100 bucks a yeah, month. It covers your time and your clothing and that you need a suit for. doesn't even cover the clothing, for heaven's sake. Well, you can't can you buy, buy a suit. suit for 100 bucks. Boy, yeah. he said Oz buys $5,000 Zeddy suits or something. I forget. I don't know. Yeah. Zoot suits? No, Zeddy. I think Z-E. TTE, I think you said. Oh, not familiar with that. Not with sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Out of my price range, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, five grand. I probably haven't spent that much on suits in my whole life. I keep wishing Robert Hall would reopen again. Oh, brother. one 800 795 a reference lost on anybody under 50. Six, five. Uh, Mike, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Uh, good morning. <clears throat> um, I wanted to follow up a little bit with what um, you were saying about the, the taxes for Fetterman. 
Um, I have done some research on in the uh, Pittsburgh newspapers, so this is definitely not my opinion only. Those taxes have all been paid in full. There, there are no outstanding unpaid taxes. It is true, and I read this in the articles that I researched, that yes, there was um, overdue taxes. There were le- indeed liens, but at this moment, the taxes are all completely, completely paid. Okay, super. Right. Yeah. No, I don't think anybody's so, disputing so that, is, that. That is no, that is no issue anymore. But it's still, is, but Dr. Oz's campaign still is using it as an issue. Yes, okay, maybe it wasn't the best thing to do, but you also have to realize that he was, and you mentioned that he was in this redux. Uh, kind of like conglomerate and so maybe he wasn't the only person who was making the decision about paying the taxes maybe he wanted to pay the taxes but the other partners were not in favor of that or whatever but you guys the two of you did say you know there is a little bit of uncertainty as to when you're in a group like that a partnership group how how that the mm, each person is going to have their own you know idea there Right, well, but the liens were on his own personal property for eleven thousand dollars. Well, they were in his name. That, he, that I w- that I wasn't able to find any research about. Joe's Fox News, and that's, that's pretty not reliable. That's not. It wasn't Fox News. It was someone else. Okay. Let's see if I get back okay, to it. Okay. Well. Right. Well, to be continued. What, what I found is that it was not personal property at all. It was the the owned properties or the the the. The redo properties or whatever. The redo group. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Mike. And uh, yeah. Well, I just think this is such a non-issue. But uh, thank you for clarifying, uh, since it has been brought up and talked about. But I think you know the other big issues relate to this campaign. I wish they would focus on them. I think Fetterman alluded to them, and Oz almost always does in his campaign appearances. What he thinks are the big issues. So let's hope Uh we can focus more on the issues. I'm gonna I'm gonna be sending in my mail-in ballot soon, so. I know who I'm voting for. All right, what it says, okay. what the story says, and this is from uh, Action News in Pittsburgh, Channel 4 in Pittsburgh. And it says, quite clearly, over the years, Fetterman and a community group he headed called Braddock Redo have been hit with tax liens totaling $25,000. Fetterman owned houses in North Braddock until he sold them in the last few years. Court records revealed liens totaling $11,916 were filed against properties owned by Fetterman. For taxes. It's funny how he has no income, but he owns all these properties, and, he's not, and he claims he's not a landlord. Uh-huh. Now, whatever the difference is, I don't know. But uh, and how much of that right. is redo, and how much of that is him? Right. Regardless. Well, Joe, what you just said is owned by Fetterman, but it it doesn't say it's his personal residence, and I, and I think that needs to be, you know, at least emphasized that it these liens were not on his personal residence. I. I, I not that that makes an awful lot of difference, but it, it I think it shows that he is personally, with his family, responsible for that. I All mean, right. responsible in, in paying taxes. All right, we got you, Mike. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks you, for Mike. calling um, in. One, one additional thing that I'd like to follow up, because there was, I understand that this was an issue yesterday. Ryan Mock is definitely... Uh, I, I have personal contact with Ryan, and... Um, the whole, the whole process with him getting on the ballot was was legit in the sense that it was all done uh, through Harrisburg. It, just because he doesn't have um, petitions that were signed, and I think that probably is some of the listeners' uh, area of contention, 
Yeah, he didn't get the petition, but neither did uh, the former candidate. He was he was elected as a he's actually registered as a Republican. He was on the Democratic ticket, and then he got right, enough right-in votes on the Democratic ticket to be able to get on the ballot. And he dilly-dallied around so long <laughs> that it was almost too late to get Ryan on the ballot. So uh, Ryan's entry into the ballot is all legit as far as I'm concerned because I have personal I, I have con I have t- spoken to Ryan. So yeah, and he's been on WKOK Sunrise as a candidate, so he t- he kind of walks you through all of that. But in any event, yeah, yeah. The bottom line is he's running for office. He's on the ballot, 107th district okay. Democrat. So. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime, Thank call you, again. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We'll take a quickie break. We'll be right back. We'd love to hear from you. Call us now, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can email us at on the mark at wkok.com, and you can text us at seven zero two three six. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. What did you say? <laughs> I said you finally had an epiphany. The election wasn't stolen? Well, that's because we. I just read this email off, off air. We'll read it on air. It says, if lawn signs are any indication of support, driving down 15 to Harrisburg and through there to York County, Shapiro and Fetterman signs far outnumber Oz or Mastriano. And I said to Mark that Trump's signs outnumbered everything around here, and he still lost. And you said... The election was stolen. <laughs> right. He uh, won, I said, but it was you stolen. You admit it, finally. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but see, around here, Mastriano... Mastriano signs are everywhere. There's, I believe there's one out front here on the property, the farmer that owns the land around us. I believe it's a Mastriano sign now. Well, there's a mistaken. sign there that says, let's go, Brandon. Oh, is that what it says? Okay. <laughs> you know, honestly, it's not illuminated, so I don't see it. It's not lit when I come up. Well, you need to so, turn on your high beams and you can that, read so the can, signs. I'm too busy looking for deer. So, But, uh, yeah, I and honestly, I always thought Mastriano was going to win. I see what the polls say now that he's too far behind to come, you know, double digit behind. So that's, you know, that's too bad. But um, I, I guess he's too extreme for I think most he, well, people. I think he was in a dilemma, to be honest with you. If he came, if he'd started talking to the mainstream media, if he started giving interviews and addressing the the people's concerns who have, you know, brought out things that they feel about him and that he probably should have answered, I think he could have done more. He could have, you know, mm-hmm. found some middle ground. He could stake out between his base and the lib, not the liberals, but the independents he needs to win election. But he chose not to do that. 
he chose to just keep preaching to the choir, the same choir over and over again. And they're all singing beautifully, but they're not enough of them. Well, and he's so extreme on some issues, so don't emphasize those issues. Talk about the things on which you agree, that while you think women who get an abortion should be charged with murder, talk about the fact that you're pro-life and the fact that you are, um, you know, you live you, you live in a state that allows women to get but an abortion to up one, to 24 weeks. You've got to one-up everybody. In other words, if I'm just to say I'm pro-life, I can't just say I'm pro-life if other candidates are saying I'm pro-life. I have to go beyond that. I have to say, not only am I pro-life, but I want to charge well, women who get abortions with murder. Shapiro's not saying I'm pro-life. No, but I'm talking about the Republican candidates Back he in the ran primary. against in the okay. primary. So now he's stuck with that. You know, mm-hmm. he's stuck with what he's saying there. Shapiro, on the other hand, has resisted the temptation to move far to the left. I mean, I think he's kind of a mainstream Democrat. He may be considered uh, a wild-eyed liberal when you look at conservative Republicans, but he doesn't strike me as being wild-eyed or insane. Like John Shipman was here yesterday, and he's concerned about the liberality of John Shapiro, but I just don't see it. John Shapiro? Or Josh Shapiro. Josh, right, okay. Um, I just don't see it. You know, I see them as, I think he's going to be far more moderate than... Governor Wolf No, was. he's going to be liberal, but I think he's a fair guy. From what I've seen about him, he's fair. Mm-hmm. You know, you can talk to him. You can, you can. Well, did Wolf start out that way before the I pandemic? I think most Republicans would tell you that Wolf hasn't been the worst governor we ever had. If they were to somehow get drunk and speak I, I, frankly. I remember John Ship. Well, no, I remember when John Gordner was on the air here, and, we, and you asked him a question about something that the governor could have done that was purely political, and John said, he doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it was kind of, I thought, well, right. that, that's pretty telling. You know, he said, well, we obviously have some respect for the guy in terms of where he draws the line. Well, and Governor Wolf does not have a part-time job dissing the Republican legislature the way the legislature all has a, a main hobby is to diss the administration. But I think they're campaigning to make sure that the next, well, trying to get the next governor to be a Republican. It doesn't seem like that's going to work out. There's quite a few Republicans that say they don't support Mastriano, and I think that's sort of at the heart of this is that if 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 you're if you're not even coalescing your party behind you then you're not going to win. Well, I would be surprised if he won. Actually, I'd probably be more than surprised. I'd be, I'd be very sh- surprised. I think it was stolen. <laughs> well, I wouldn't think it was stolen, but I I would be surprised because he hasn't done the things he needs to do to win the election. He does not have you as a campaign advisor. What? I would I would detect that he probably has no campaign advisor that is just deciding, you know, when to hold a church basement rally or a public rally or when to do an interview. Uh, he does Newsmax interviews probably a couple times a month. You know, so he is again, there. Again, he's preaching to the choir right. over and over again. Well, yeah, that's his base. I mean, so he he wouldn't get any challenging questions there. So... No, I don't think he would either. Well, in a way, um, yeah, I, I certainly would like Josh Shapiro to be governor, and I do not want Mastriano to be governor. That is noteworthy. But it's a shame we don't have some kind of a race. Uh, I, I think a good opponent moderates an ultra-liberal candidate on the Democratic right. side. But it's the same thing with Mastriano as it is with Trump. You know, the policies, if you took out the, the, the what do you call it, the wedge issues, if you will, mm-hmm. and you just dealt with policies, I think he would policy-wise be good for the state. But I don't, I don't think know. he would be good with on these wedge issues where he is av- obviously out of step with the majority of Pennsylvanians. I don't know anybody that wants to charge uh, women who have an abortion with murder. Or the doctors or the, or doctor's, the doctor's staff. Right. Yeah, so anybody who knew that the abortion was happening, <laughs> that seems extreme to me. But, um, well, and he wants uh, everybody to re-register in Pennsylvania. If you're registered to vote in Pennsylvania... 
They'll purge you from the rolls, everybody, and everybody has to re-register. Start over again? Right. Why is that a bad idea? Well, because I think that it's, it's just crazy. I mean, here, I'll use my father as an example. Dad, I'm sorry. I hope you're not listening. A hundred years old, World War II veteran, I mean, has medals from World War II, has to go, you know, go down. Now, he's not frail, but he, you know, he doesn't go, get around like he used to, but he's going to have to get down to the voter registration office and fill out a form. Does he have a real ID? No. He does not have real ID. He doesn't need real ID to register to he, vote. He has a current license, though, so that's good. But it just seems onerous. Or my mother. Your uh, dad drives? Uh, he has a current license. He doesn't. He chooses not to drive. Okay. But he could. All right. <laughs> but that's another topic. That but is it, another but topic. Anyway, but, but anyway, so or, or my mother, a post-Korean War veteran, served and has voted dozens and dozens and dozens of times in the election. She'd have to re-register. Because the Feder or uh, Mastriano says everybody's got to re-register, no matter how long you've been voting, no matter, no matter the fact that you go to the polling place and they recognize you. You know, she but goes you know, in there. for example, that you can register online. You can register. They have registration <laughs> drives all the time. Be a matter of okay. setting up at places where senior citizens go. Register at the senior citizen centers. So you centers. favor this full re-registration? No, but I, I don't. I'm not in favor of it necessarily. But I'm not necessarily opposed to it. I understand the value of it. Let's see. It's like reapport not reapportionment, but reassessment with the with uh, property values. Every once in a while, it makes a makes sense to clear the slate and start over again. All right, we have we have a question on the email <laughs> and an answer on the phone. It says, so, and where is the Republican side today on WKOK on the mark? Thank you. And where's well, I'm still a Republican. Oh, this particular writer believes. Well, that, yeah, I but know. see, your common sense. You look at issues in a legitimate, intelligent factor. You don't do the MAGA talking point thing. Al, you're on the mark. Who brings us the MAGA talking point thing? So welcome aboard, <laughs> sir. <laughs> well, I, I guess it's black and white. Um, you asked the question, when is it? When is it murder? Um, when, when is it called murder when somebody else takes somebody else's life? Well, you and now, about six percent. it was the opposite way around, where a guy killed the woman and the baby, or just killed the baby that was in the woman's stomach by punching her in the gut or pushing her down the steps, he'd be charged with murder. If the father did it, he'd be charged with murder. Right, you and about six. all he's doing is killing the baby. You and about six percent of the population are on the same page on this. This well, is well, that's because nobody's black and white anymore, Mark. And it's it's really hard to be black and white. I mean, because we're all sinners, so black and white is like really foreign to us, really hard. But the trouble is, uh, a governor governs everybody. Well, he's it, just a suggestion out of a three-part thing. Hmm? I mean. Uh, just like when they decided to make it legal to kill make, your babies. What, make what? When is it? When is it? Le when? It, I guess my question is, when is it de murder? When one human kills another human, or no? It's murder. It's definition? murder to me when the child it would be viable outside the womb. Well, when, then when it would be you're viable. Not really not when, Catholic. Okay. Because that, no. that's I'm not that, a Republican. A I'm not Catholic. Can, okay. Wait till your priest finds out. <laughs> the Catholic belief. You're not following the Catholic belief. Uh, because at conception, that from the time of conception, that was the prayer this month. This month is all about life, Joe. This is the month of life, celebrate life, from the time of conception to the time of natural birth. That's black and white. Well, you have a problem with that? Don't don't put it on me, okay? 
I wasn't because about to. that's the way to. I believe. Don't put that problem on. And that's the way Mastriano believes. What time, when is it murder? <clears throat> I believe, again, it's murder when the child can survive outside the womb. But I, well, that that's doesn't no mean. Good. But that doesn't mean. Belief, no, wait a second. That doesn't, work. that doesn't mean that I support aborting children younger than that, or kids younger, or fetuses younger than that. I would say, you know. But I don't. I think that if I was going to charge with murder, I would have to charge when the child can actually survive outside the womb. Then that, to me, would be murder. Now, whether you want to argue about any abortion being bad, I'm with you. I, I don't think they're good. I wouldn't. I won't say I'd prohibit them. I would carve out some exceptions, but I don't think I would charge somebody with murder until the child could survive outside the womb. Oh well, and then they go to extremes on these commercials too, and the doctor comes on and says when a woman has to get an abortion, it's a very hard decision. And sometimes abortions are a fallopian birth. Uh, uh, I mean, where the tube it starts fertilizing in the tube and growing there, it and stays ec- there. So ec- nobody's going to survive pregnancy. that. Right. And, and most of them, uh, most of them are done today. What they mean. Most of them today are done chemically. They're not done the way ripping them apart, as someone called in the show and said one day like with a pill. With a pill, you're right. And that's awful. I, I've been through. Uh, You've had one of those. I've been. No, I was I witnessed and helped and and uh, and uh, it ended up in the you know toilet and it wasn't good uh, and that wasn't with a you know that was just with an accident. Okay. But it, any any death like that, both of them go through a lot of pain. Well, let me ask you a question. Let me ask I you a hypo- from the time of conception. It's a life of God. Okay. I'm let- a man of God. I believe in Jesus as my Savior, and this is. Just the way we believe, and don't criticize. Um, no one's criticizing you, but let me ask you a hypothetical question. Let's say a woman decides, or she gets pregnant, and she wants to keep the child, but she drinks and smokes like crazy and has a miscarriage. You're going to charge her with murder? Because she didn't well, do everything I, she could to protect that she, child. No, she didn't, and that's that's the mother's way of... Uh, Women. Women have a choice. Dealing with a, being a pregnant Women have a choice? Woman. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> she has a choice of her health. Okay. And, um, you know, that if she was going to destroy the baby like that, not people are going to be around her and they're going to try and help her. I mean, that's a hypothetical that, I, and I'm sure there was women that did it. Like I always tell you, the truth is stranger than fiction. All right. And you won't believe what they have and what they can oh, do. we got to go, Al. What's okay. been going on. We're behind. Thank you so much, right. Al. And no one's criticizing yep. you for what you believe here, Al. We're just uh, discussing the different well, applications of it. I don't it. think we criticize his beliefs. I think we're criticizing yours. <laughs> well, yeah, well, he called me. He said I wasn't a Catholic. <laughs> you are a bad Catholic. A uh, right. bad Republican and a bad Catholic. You I are going to be in confession for a week. <laughs> 1-800-795-9 slash auditioning for a guitar <laughs> lead guitar <laughs> right, one of it our happens. commercials it happens 1-800-795-9565 uh, okay so with that in mind um, then, hold on, I got to get the right email. Well, that's here. A, that's one that's relevant. No, nope, hold on, but All that's right. not we're going to read. Now, insert the right name here. All right, it says, "Thank you, Al, Joe. If you need a day off, I vote for Al to set in." There you go. You did it. Was that and then, so hard uh, to do? Eb said, "If your last caller, which would be Al, believes that life begins at conception, I'd love to hear what he thinks about Herschel Walker paying for an ex-girlfriend to have an abortion." 
Assuming that's true. Um, yeah, so Herschel Walker said he didn't do that? That was my understanding. Okay. Now, I, yeah. I didn't hear today's yeah, reporting. We're not the right so people to talk about this. No. This fails the who cares test at, at our household. So uh, if people in Georgia want Herschel Walker to be their uh, next congressman, shame on them. So, uh, I think it's Senator he's running Senator. for. Senator, okay, that's fine. <laughs> it shows you what I know. <laughs> anyway, uh, another listener says on the Fetterman call, well, it sounded good to me. You magus think Trump's call to the Georgia AG was perfect, asking for 11,780 votes. More the same political bias of this show. Sad, says Tom. Yeah, I'm moderate and you're moderate, so it's not helping the show today. I think <laughs> two or three people have pointed that out. Go ahead, Joe. I'm so amazed at people who will make all kinds of excuses for common sense issues. We need to start telling people without common sense. We need to start telling people without common sense. Oh, I need to inform you of the obvious, then <laughs> tell them the obvious. They seem to not to know the obvious. Okay. What's the obvious? Um, well, it would depend on when uh, that email's 40 minutes old, so okay. it, we don't know. But <laughs> it's thank, coming on. Please, uh, author, send us a note with more context now to okay. clarify. <laughs> you can read this one. All right, EB again says, a shocking news story was reported yesterday while working at Columbia. Well, no, we've read this, and it's been debunked already, that the university says that Dr. Oz had nothing to do with killing the dogs. This is just repeating the claim that he did. All right, read his conclusion. Says, gee, I guess Dr. Oz isn't as pro-life as he claims to be. He doesn't seem to value or respect life when it comes to animals. Just more hypocrisy from that quack. <laughs> well, the university said he knew nothing about it. He, they, they defended him. Said he uh, what had the highest standards, highest ethical standards. As, this is just a, a political, another trumped-up political claim. All right, uh, we got callers awaiting. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. we got a caller who needs a minute on the radio. Go ahead, sir. Go right in. Joseph, you got a minute. Okay, yeah, I have two questions for you, either one of you, but Joseph said uh, that uh, you wouldn't consider it murder until the child was born, right? No, that's not what I said. I said I wouldn't consider it murder. I wouldn't charge someone with murder if the, until the child was viable outside the womb. That's what I said. Okay, then, uh, then you would charge him... Uh, or you wouldn't charge him with her till the child was outside the womb. No, till so if the child could, then that no, they could kill no, the no, child Joseph. in the womb and they Joseph, that's not what I said. I listen carefully. Listen very carefully. I said I would not charge a mother with murder. I doubt I'm not certain I would do that in any event, yeah. but I would not charge a mother with murder unless the child could survive or would be viable outside the womb. All right. Now you may continue. Okay, yeah, well, uh, 
I just wanted that distinction, and I wanted to get that clear. But uh, what I wanted to say is that inside the womb, uh, now I know you, you guys are both Christian, and you believe the Bible, but we know that John the Baptist was filled with the Spirit <laughs> and rejoiced when he heard the salutation in while well, he was in the womb of his mother Elizabeth right. at six months old. He Left was a living joy. creature. Right. He was a human being. And, uh, you did so, so well on your first call without I would, any I references to Scripture. Someone should be charged with murder if they killed him in the womb, I would think. All right, we got because, you. Uh, and not only that, doctors take an oath, a Hippocratic oath, I think it's a hypocritical oath, that they, they're sworn to uphold life and everything. And I, I, I would imagine any doctor will tell you that that's a living baby in the <coughs> womb. But yet they right. abort them. I think they ought to be charged with murder. Okay, I do. Well, fair you. enough. You, you and Al agree on that. Al yep. thinks the same thing. So. 100%. All right. Thank you, Dick. Thanks Thank for calling in. No, that was not Dick. Or, that I mean, was thanks. Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you. Dick is next up. Go well, ahead, sir. Two quick points. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail, but Herschel Walker's check was for $700, whether he took part in an abortion or not. I don't know. It wasn't 100 like Joe thought. It was oh, okay. 700 and, and which is enough for probably at that time to, to, to have an abortion. Obviously, it wasn't. They took, took the money. And my other thing was, I don't know much about Trump's taxes because nobody seems to know because he hasn't done his income taxes for a thousand years. But he left but his last big hotel project. He, the, the company worked for 50 days, 12 hours a day, and then they stopped paying him. So they put liens on his properties. He owed him, he owed him $5 million. And they came out, they ended up having to pay their employees out of their own two and a half million dollars, and they never got paid the rest of it. So a lot of people get liens against them. Obviously, Trump's had a lot. Over the years, I mean, a lot of people have filed liens against Trump, not on taxes, because nobody knows what the hell he does with his taxes. Well, now, you're talking about his And I'm not defending Fetterman, or I'm not defending any of these candidates, because I don't like, out of the four of them, I I can't see a good one for governor or senator. But my point being is everybody's making this damn big deal about liens and stuff. And then nobody says a word about Trump's. He's got millions of dollars in liens against him. Well, that's not millions, right. not not eleven thousand. All right, we got you. you. You have to admit he didn't pay a lot of people over right. the years. And think of the bankruptcies that he's been involved in. And well, it, that's another system. And if it's not right for Donald Trump, it's not right for John Fetterman. I'm not. I understand that, Joe. I'm not saying that. But you right. guys make look like like Southern, eleven thousand dollars, the worst thing in the history of the world, and don't say a word about <laughs> Trump's millions and millions of dollars of not paying for projects. He but as someone said, as someone said to me, Trump's not running for gov- for a senator in Pennsylvania. Uh, he, yeah, but he's going to run for president again. Not if I have anything to do with well, it. Well, well you don't I'm have sure anything gonna, to do with yeah, it unless just, they make you register to vote. He's goodbye. Got, he's, goodbye. He's, goodbye. Thanks. Yeah, he's got to check in with Joe before he wants. <laughs> Joe, I, I just need uh, two million votes from Pennsylvania. Yeah, can, can you, you get me two million votes? Can you help votes? me? Really, no, that's uh, all I need. You know, I, again, I would vote, if you could separate Donald Trump the person from Donald Trump the policy the maker, train wreck. <laughs> I would vote for Donald Trump the policy maker any day of the week. Donald Trump the person, not so much. <laughs> Yeah, boy. But then again, I've done I've done really well today. I've been thrown out of the Republican Party and thrown out of the Catholic Church. Hey, can I come over for some meatloaf tonight? <laughs> yes, but <laughs> the nice Lutheran Church meatloaf. is having a food giveaway. It is tonight, and Joe is welcome. Actually, I'm having meatloaf for dinner. <laughs> oh, no kidding. And macaroni and cheese? No, no, no. Mashed potatoes. Well, 
<laughs> you're not. And eating. lima beans. You're not eating until <laughs> you have uh, macaroni and cheese, meatloaf, and you know, Al and Joseph express a serious point of view that many people have. That if you're going to say, if you're going to stop a life from becoming a life for any it, reason at all whatsoever. Period. Yeah, I can understand how well, people come down on that side. I just have a little problem coming down that hard. All right. Don't you? Yes, to be continued. Hey, tomorrow, U.S. Congressman Dan Muser going to call us at 8.30 a.m. We'll talk about the issues of the day. If you want us to ask him a question, send it to us now so we can ask him tomorrow. Congressman Muser, tomorrow morning. He's going to be putting on his MAGA hat and his headphones, and he'll be on the radio. Oh, his headphones. Telephonically. <laughs> okay. This is WKOK Sunbury.